It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this podcast. Uh, let's see. If you have any jokes that you want me to say for any word between E and Z or E and Z, the word, the definition, the etymology, the synonym, whatever it is, come up with a joke, email it to me, dictionarypod at gmail.com. When I get to that word, I will keep track. I've already started creating some folders in my email. I will, I will read your joke when I get to that word, and then I can credit you if you want me to or not. All right. I have not recorded the previous episode yet. There is a lovely picture of a dog. I don't know if I'm going to have a guest on. I'm kind of just holding off. Who should I have on? I got to figure that out. But maybe there was a guest. Maybe there wasn't. We'll never know. The first word in this episode is dog ear. D-O-G hyphen E-A-R. Noun from 1856. The turned down corner of a page, especially of a book. Dog ear is also a transitive verb. That is the action of creating a dog ear, which is just folding down the little corner or maybe a big corner of the book. I used to do this a lot when I was a kid, reading a book. You dog ear it. You put put a put a little fold in the thing. I don't think I have any dog ears in this book. Any dog ears here in this book? I have a bunch of post-it notes. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what it's called when you fold the corner of a book. You're ruining the pages by dog-earing the book. Okay, the sound effect. Uh, I think I'm just going to go like... <laughs> the next word is dog-eared. Uh, So we just added an ED. This is an adjective from circa 1800. One, having dog ears, as in a dog-eared book. Maybe you have a book that's 40 years old and you've been dog-earing it that whole time, so it's very dog-eared. Two, the synonyms are shabby and time-worn, as in a dog-eared resort, also as in dog-eared myths. Uh, yeah, so I would be confused if I had heard about a dog-eared resort or dog-eared myths. But it seems like it comes from a book that has dog ears, and that book would be maybe shabby because it's old or time-worn. And uh, it just seems like it's an evolution from that, uh, so you can just... It's just the the general idea of something that is shabby and time-worn is dog-eared. Like an old book. The next word. Dog eat dog. Three words with hyphens. Good thing this is not literally dogs eating dogs. It is an adjective from 1834. Marked by ruthless self-interest. So you are self-interested, you want to win, it's all about you, and you are very ruthless about how you get the things that you want, and you're going to push everybody down. Uh, There's an example, dog-eat-dog competition. So this is, yeah, it's it's all about yourself, and you want to do anything you can to win. Uh, 
Uh, and of course, I have to mention the fantastic Weird Al song, uh, Doggy Dog. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's more more to the, the title, but uh, yeah, this is one of his older songs, and it's all, yeah, it's just called Dog Eat Dog, um, no hyphens, and uh, yeah, it's just a good song about, like, the, the, the business world trying to get ahead and that, that kind of thing. Uh, so I'll put in a clip. I'm coming up off the corporate ladder, watch out, it's Dog Eat Dog, Next is Dogface, one word, noun from 1932. The synonym is soldier, but the other synonym, especially the synonym, infantryman or infantryman. Uh, so it's just uh, just a person, a soldier, person on the infantry, doing the thing in the war. Why they're called Dogface, I don't know. Maybe when we get to infantryman or soldier, it will tell us, but I don't know about that. Maybe not. Maybe we need to put a link in the show notes about Dogface, how it's related to a soldier. <laughs> dog fennel is next. Two words. Fennel is F-E-N-N-E-L. Noun from the 14th century. One, an ill-scented Eurasian chamomile naturalized as a weed in the U.S. And the species name is Anthemis cotula. So ill-scented, I have to assume, means it has a nasty, gross smell that nobody wants to smell it. Maybe some people like it. I don't know what it smells like. I've heard of just fennel. But I don't know what dog fennel is, if it's a kind of fennel or if it's... It must be just a specific kind. Uh, here's number two. A usually... I lost my place. A usually annual composite weed, chiefly of the southern U.S. And the species name here is Eupatorium capillifolium. Yes, it is. Surely... Uh, yeah, I got nothing else for dog fennel. The next word is dogfight. The sound that I was kind of making. Noun from 1656. Wow, 1656? Okay, that's interesting. Well, okay, it makes sense when you read number one. A fight between dogs. And then broadly... A fiercely disputed contest. So yes, a fight between dogs. They had dogs in the 1650s. And so they were like, oh, look at them. Look at them dogs fighting. They're, they're fighting. It's, that's a dog fight right there. Um, so, But then we have broadly a fiercely disputed contest. So two people going against each other or two clans, two groups, two countries and they're they're really pissed at each other and they they're fierce about the whole thing. But number 2, this is a fight between two or more fighter planes usually at close quarters. And uh, dogfight is an, an intransitive verb and dogfighter is a noun. So this one about the fighter planes, uh, I wonder how it became 
do- why they call it dogfight. I mean, it seems like this word was already in usage, fight between dogs, disputed contest. Um, and uh, yeah, they didn't want to call it a plane fight. They wanted to call it a dogfight. Uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of examples of plain dogfights recently. Uh, I think, you know, there's uh, in Top Gun Maverick, there's some dogfighting. Uh, I watched uh, the Orville. I watched the th- finished the third season of the Orville. And uh, I think in that last episode, or no, the one before that, I think there was a big old dogfight. And then I think there was something else that I watched there was a third thing that I watched recently that I think also had a dogfight, and I can't remember what it was. I could be also thinking of Maverick, possibly. But, uh, yeah, dogfight, planes, planes fighting each other real intensely. And it sounds like this. Dogfish is next. Oh, we, we might have to put a link... No, uh, post a picture on social media for dogfish. I'm just assuming that. Um, uh, Instagram, Twitter, at DictionaryPod. Also Facebook. Go f- go find the Facebook page if you like the Facebook pages. Dogfish is a noun from the 15th century. Any of various, usually small, bottom-dwelling sharks that often appear in schools near shore prey chiefly on fish and invertebrates, and are a valuable food source. The, let's see, the family names are Squalidae, Carcarahinidae, and Skiliorhinidae. Skiliorhinidae. So I guess those are all types of bottom-dwelling sharks, and they're small and, uh, yeah, they, they eat the fish and the invertebrates, uh, dogfish. But why are they called dogfish? Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. How closely do they look like dogs? Do they look like dogs at all? Um, are they, it's bit because, I don't know, I don't know. We'll have to, uh, put, post a picture and then maybe put a link in the show notes because I got no etymology here. <laughs> That was a different sort of dogfight sound. Next is dogged. D-O-G-G-E-D. Adjective from 1653. Marked by stubborn determination, as in a dogged competitor. They might be in a uh, a dog-eat-dog situation in a dogfight. It's a dog-eat-dog dogfight with dogged competitors. Also is in dogged devotion. So you're just, you're so, so stubborn. Nobody can stop you from what you just want to do this thing so bad. You're so dogged about it. A synonym is the word obstinate. Doggedly is an adverb and doggedness is a noun. What's your level of doggedness? Doggerel is next, or doggerel, doggerel, doggerel. First form, adjective from the 14th century, loosely styled and irregular in measure, especially for burlesque or comic effect. 
and then also marked by triviality or inferiority. Hmm. I'm I'm a little confused by this. So so triviality or inferiority. Um, there's there's a lot of things going on and I'm I'm not entirely sure what context we're talking about so I mean burlesque or comic effect that's you know that's a putting on a show burlesque can often be comical it often is um it's it's putting on a show so loosely styled and irregular in measure especially for burlesque or comic effect um what so is this a would a would a performance be doggerel because it's loosely styled, irregular in measure. What measures are these? Yeah, my brain is not quite processing that, but but yeah, I mean, I guess um, if you want something to be burlesque or comic-y, uh, you could call it doggerel. Triviality or inferiority. Mm, yeah, I, I need some more context on what what it, I need an example of a thing that would be called doggerel. Maybe if I can find a video, I guess, or something, uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I, uh, I need, I've never heard of this word before, so that's why I'm having a hard time connecting it to words I'm familiar with. It's the, it's the gun, the shooting, the, the shooting of the guns in the dogfight. The second form of doggerel, noun from 1630 doggerel verse so i would assume this is poetry or writing of some kind and so i guess uh in this very specific context it would this verse poem would be loosely styled irregular in maybe the lines maybe they have different uh syllables counts or other irregularities um maybe it's burlesque or has a it's comedy it's comic effect um hmm yeah, again, maybe we can find a doggerel verse, a doggerel poem to see why are we calling this doggerel? Um, oh, and the etymology, it just says it's probably from the, the Middle English word dog, which means dog. So why we're calling dogs loosely styled or irregular or trivial or inferior, I'm not entirely sure why. That's that's uh, beyond me. It's above my pay grade. <laughs> Just trying to f- kind of come up with other ways to make this sound, and and there's a lot of words in this episode, so I might just have to stick with one thing. So it doesn't hurt my brain so much. Next is doggery. There's a Y at the end. Noun from 1830, a cheap saloon, and the synonym is dive. So any sort of dive bar, cheap place. It's uh, it's just called a doggery. From the 1800s, and this uh, this is gone. We 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 don't say this anymore. Has do do you say this? Is this something? Hey, I want to go down to the local doggery today. Maybe it's a place where the the patrons are dogs, literal dogs, or unattractive people, or something, something. <laughs> Next is doggy bag. And you can spell doggy with an I-E or a Y. This is two words, noun from 1963. A container for leftover food to be carried home from, from a meal eaten at a restaurant. 
it's it's to go. It's uh, it's the leftovers. Not everybody calls it a doggy bag. Uh, maybe they be- did back in the '60s. Don't forget your doggy bag to take home to your doggy. Uh, I love I love leftovers. I mean, I want to eat the food there, but if it's too much, I think it's good, especially with the portions that we get these days. They're so so big. Uh, I think it's good to just say I'm going to eat half of this. I'm going to take the rest home because I don't need this big portion. We're putting too many calories in our body. So I'm going to take the rest of it home and I'm going to eat the leftovers later with my lady. And uh, I can't wait to eat the leftovers. They're the best. And you're, maybe maybe you, it's, it's in a foil thing and you make a cool shape out of it. Where'd this name come from? It's from the word doggy. Uh, that's coming up in this episode, the first form of doggy, uh, and that is from the presumption that such leftovers are intended for a pet dog. I know your dog would be so happy to get your leftovers, but, I mean, for one thing, there's food that the dog shouldn't be eating, and also, uh, it might. I think it's going to go to waste on your dog. Your dog isn't going to appreciate the subtleties of the, your palate is different, the aromas, the, the flavor combinations, your dog isn't going to notice that. It's just going to scarf it all down. So, uh, you know, give your dog the dog food, and you can eat the human food. Maybe you can give him a couple little pieces. That's doggy bag. <laughs> Next is doggish. Adjective from the 15th century. Number one, the synonym is canine, C-A-N-I-N-E. That's just a dog. It's doggish, canine, like a canine, like a dog. Two, stylish in a showy way. Ooh, it's so showy. I'm being so stylish. Let's put on a show. Let's be doggish. I've never heard doggish used to describe anything showy. Doggishly is an adverb, and doggishness is a noun. I feel like, trying to think if I've ever heard this word or used it in a way uh, to describe something else. I don't know. I feel like I would not use number one or number two if I were to call something doggish or if I heard something be described as doggish. Hmm. 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 Stylish in a showy way. That's a fun phrase. Next. Dog gone is next, or dog gone, if you want to say that. Uh, dog, dog gone. This is the first form. It's D O G G O N E, one word. Verb from 1828, and the synonym is damn. D A M N. Oh, damn. Doggone it, damn it. Oh, poopies, I lost my toys. This is a euphemism for the phrase God damn. Just get turned into doggone. Maybe people didn't want to say God or damn because, especially back in the day, both of those words were hush hush. A lot of people, those were bad words to say. A lot of people these days won't even say God or write God. Damn has uh, calmed down a lot. Uh, so yeah, they probably wanted to get the same meaning across, but didn't want to say those words. Maybe, may, I wonder if flipping the letters of God 
which of course gives you dog. I wonder if that has something to do with where this word came from. It doesn't say. Dog gone. Where'd the dog go? It's gone. Oh, damn. <laughs> the second form of dog gone or dog goned with, an, with a D at the end. This one is an adjective or an adverb from 1851, and the synonym is damned. So the first form was the verb, and like you can doggone somebody or damn them. Or if you're describing something as damned or doggoned, then you'd use that word, adjective or adverb. The third form of doggone, noun from 1928, the synonym is also damn. And so uh, the noun, what's, what's the noun for damn? I don't know. You can come up with something good. It's a weird gun. Okay, we got to doggy with a Y or with an IE, first form, noun from 1788, a usually small dog. Although, I would call any size dog a doggy, or a lot of people will call any size dog a puppy, even if they're not a puppy, if they're a full-size adult dog, they might still get called puppy. Oh, it's a doggy. Good news. I saw a doggy today. Actually, I haven't seen a doggy today. It's a bad day. Bad day. There's still time left. The second form of doggy. Adjective from 1859. And uh, I will I will give the other forms of the adjective. We have doggier and doggiest. Who's the doggiest of them all? Is it you? Are you the doggiest? You're doggier than me. Yes, you are. Number one. Concerned with or fond of dogs. Oh, how? Oh, we're all... Who's, who's doggy? Are you doggy? I'm doggy. We're fond of dogs. My wife and I are very doggy. Dog crazy. We can't have any dogs. Maybe someday we'll get a dog. I swear, someday we will get a dog. If I had my own dog, I would have them on for the previous episode with the word dog, but that's, I don't know what's going to happen for that. Number two for doggy, resembling or suggestive of a dog, as in a doggy odor. Dogs do tend to uh, not smell the greatest, especially if they're wet. For many reasons, try and keep your dogs clean if you can. A doggy odor. Three synonyms are stylish and showy, just like we had, uh, where was that? Doggish. Doggish and doggy, stylish and showy. Hmm. Hmm. Four, not worthy or profitable. The synonym is inferior, as in doggy stocks. Ah, we don't, 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 don't go buy no doggy stocks. They're not worth it. They're not going to bring you any profit. They're inferior. But dogs are not inferior. Please treat your dogs well. The next word. (laughs) 
doghouse. One word, noun from 1594. One, a shelter for a dog is a doghouse. It is the house where the dog lives. Have you seen those fancy doghouses that people make? Two stories, maybe there's a porch, maybe there's a light, maybe there's a heated a padding thing, uh, maybe there's a door. Man, people are making fancy doghouses. When I was a kid, uh, I think we had a doghouse in our backyard. Uh, we didn't have a dog, but I believe the previous owners, they must have had a dog because there was a doghouse. And then at some point, I was still very young, but I definitely remember the doghouse. At some point, we we took it down. We took it apart because we didn't have no dogs. Man, I've, I totally forgot about that until just now. Have to ask my parents if they remember. They got to remember. If I remember, they got to remember, right? Doghouse. Okay, number two for doghouse. A state of disfavor. And this <laughs> state of bi- <laughs> disfavor, that's such, a, such an interesting way to put that. Uh, this is often used in the phrase, in the doghouse. Uh-oh, what did you do? Are you in the doghouse? Are you in a state of disfavor? Did, did your uh, your spouse, your partner, they, they don't have much favor for you right now because you did something bad. So you are in the doghouse. I assume that literally at, at some point this meant that people were like did get kicked out to go lay in the doghouse with the dog. I'm sure that has happened. Uh, but usually it's we just use it more metaphorically. Sleep on the couch, you're in the doghouse. Not talking to you, you're in the doghouse. The next word is, I think you pronounce this one, dogie. Dogie. D-O-G-I-E. Noun from 1888. It is. It says chiefly west. So is that, uh, yeah, western. Probably like the west of America. Because it is a motherless calf in a ranch herd a motherless calf in a ranch herd so the the baby the baby cow doesn't have a mother maybe they died or got died in some other way we're not going to talk about that uh so they're a doggy and you know there's that there's the phrase the come on little doggies i never really knew what they were talking about but i guess it's technically a motherless calf i wonder if they'll use it for other things do they just mean cows in general or is it only motherless calves? What are they going to do to these motherless calves? Uh, the origin of this is unknown. I wonder I wonder if the dogs, like a lot of times they would have dogs, you know, rounding up the, the sheep, the calves, the cows, and stuff like that. So I wonder if that's related at all. We'll go to Etim online and see if there's any actual information for Dogie. All right, we got one more for this episode. Dog in the manger. And I'm so sorry for this insane sound effect. I I was trying to find something that was connected to one of these words, and I'm sure I did a dog sound in the previous episode, so I didn't want to do that again. And I was like, oh, dog fight, that makes sounds. It's Sometimes it's just crazy, crazy craziness here. Dog in the manger. It's from 1573, and it is a person who selfishly withholds from others 
something useless to himself. They could also say to themselves, because that would be a less genderized way to say this. Um, okay, person who self... So this thing that they have, it is no use to them whatsoever, but they're holding on to it selfishly because they don't want other people to have this. I don't think I've, I've, I don't think I've heard this phrase before. Do you want to know where it came from? Okay, it is from the fable of the dog who prevented an ox from eating hay, which he did not want himself. So the dog was holding on to the hay in the manger, probably, but the ox wanted the hay to eat because the ox eats the hay and the dog doesn't eat the hay. And the dog said, no, no, ox, I'm sorry, uh, you cannot have this hay. Uh, I'm going to hold on to this for you. Uh, you can't have any of it. It is my hay, and uh, I am a dog in the manger, so I am doing this thing in a very selfish way. I have no use for this hay. You do, but you cannot have it. That is dog in the manger. Please don't be a dog in the manger. That's just, this is like the mo if it if it has a use to you, and you're being selfish, at least there's some practical reason why you're holding on to it. But if you can't, if you have no use for it, you're being such a butthead. Uh, maybe I will find a link to the, the this actual fable, Dog in the Manger, and put it in the show notes if you want to read the whole thing. But you got the gist here. All right, we had today dog ear, dog eared, dog eat dog, dog face, dog fennel, dog fight, Dogfish, dogged, doggerel, doggerel, doggery, doggy bag, doggish. Oh, I missed one. Ho ho. Hold on. Hold on. Um, okay. So right after doggish, hold the phone, record scratch, reverse. Let's say this one more word. Doggo. D O G G O. Was his name O. Adverb from 1893. This one means in hiding, and it is used chiefly in the phrase to lie doggo. It just says it's probably from the first form of the word dog, and there's a whole lot of definitions there. Um, so uh, lie dog. I mean, yeah, dogs will, you know, they'll lie down and hide. Uh, it's a little weird, but uh, but yeah, doggo. Okay, so picking up with the words that we had. Doggo, doggone, 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 doggy, doggy, doghouse, doggy, and dog in the manger. Okay, well, we had a lot of words. They were all fantastic. Wonderful words. Congratulations to all the contenders. Uh, I'm just doing another skim. I have an idea... Um, let's see. Yeah, because, you know, dog fight, not into that. Dog fennel, don't care for those things. Dog face, it's a soldier. Dog eat dog. I don't like really being ruthlessly self-interested. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, anything else that's jumping out at me? Doggone. Nope. None of the damn things. I mean, doggy. Does doggy. That's a, that's a good one. Um, but I... And not dog in the manger. Don't be selfish in that way or in any way if you can. Um, I'm going to pick a doggy bag. 
as the word of the episode because I love taking leftovers home and then I get to eat it later, maybe that night, maybe another night. Oh, they're the best. Doggy bag. Um, And I'm trying to find the word. Where did it go? There it is with an I-E. Doggy bag. I'm going to take that doggy bag from the restaurant. I'm going to... Heat it up when I get home in the microwave or the oven or the air fryer. I, this is not this is not a song. This is not a song, just like normal. But we don't have to call it out every time. Doggy bag, doggy bag, get eat your food from your doggy bag. That's it for this episode. Yes, it is. Thank you very much for listening. I hope I hope I'm not leaving you hanging. That was all that there is. Come back again. There's going to be more. Join the Patreon. Contact me in whatever way you want. Do all those fun things. Say hi. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.